0: Hey, what's up podcast? This is Matt Shalava and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava. And today's been a relatively good day. Um, Really hasn't been a lot that's changed, but I've been able to uh, go out and look for a couple things and then just kind of relax a little bit. Um, Items are still selling and it's pretty interesting to me what types of items are selling. Still lots of fitness equipment, still lots of different cosmetic things and things like that. So it's been really good overall. I've been able to go and source and find some stuff relatively easily. There's a lot of it that's been just in my local hometown and stuff so I've been able to go out in my my own area and kind of find some stuff and it's just been really good. So um, yeah, I'm just on my way home from work and figured I'd drop a podcast on something that I've been thinking about a lot today uh, something that I think helped me a lot when I started reselling, that uh, advice that I was given that a lot of people don't really know if they've never sold things before. And that is the that is when you're listing on eBay. Um, one of the biggest things that people do not realize when they first start on eBay is that auctions on eBay, even though that's how it first started out, really aren't the game anymore. Most things that you want to sell are probably buy it now and then you want to throw an or best offer in there. And I think that's a little bit different than what most people would think when they think of eBay because it started as an auction platform. So I just want to talk a little bit about listing strategies and how you can use different listing strategies on eBay to make the most money uh, because you want to make the most money. I mean you want to make every bit of money that you can and so you can make 10 bucks or 15 bucks or even more than that, you know, listing an item a different way, you might as well do it. It's the same amount of time and you make more money. So that's kind of what I want to discuss today. So like I said, a lot of people when they think of eBay, they think of auctions and auctions are great because in theory, your item could get bid up way past what somebody would normally think they would want to pay for something. Because of the rush and kind of the thrill of bidding on an item and competing with somebody. Uh, you know, when you're competing with somebody for something, oftentimes you go a little bit extra than what you normally would if it was just you. And so it's the same kind of thing with auctions. It kind of gets the blood flowing a little bit and you get excited and you end up bidding against somebody because you want to win. And so oftentimes with rarer items, auctions do really well just because people will kind of gather and look at the item and then when it's about to run out that's when everybody starts placing their bids and it really really runs up the price so some collectibles do really well auction and sell for a lot higher auction than they would uh, regular uh, buy it now prices and a lot of sports cards do auction uh, rather than a buy it now or best offer but for most of the things that I sell I typically stick with buy it now or best offer and when I first started out I had done a lot of auctions and there were a couple things that I didn't realize or put much thought into when I was putting my auctions up so kinda of just wanna talk about those and lay out the case for why you should do buy it now or best offer or even just do it buy it now and kind of avoid auctions if you can on some of your some of your regular or more mundane items that don't have that collectible appeal to them so the thing about buy it now or best offer items is that you can buy it at the time you see the item and that is huge compared to an auction. Back in the day when people started buying on eBay the only thing you could do was auctions and the only way to buy online for various goods like eBay goods was going to uh, auctions whether that be on eBay auctions or Yahoo auctions so people would only do auctions and they were used to it. That was the only option that they had. Nowadays people don't really like that because it's a pain. Nobody really wants to put an item on their watch list, nobody really wants to uh, wait a few days to get an item. Really the only people that do it are the people that understand how eBay works anyways and the majority of people aren't super in on how eBay operates and stuff like that. They don't pay attention to it that much, and they haven't sold that much on there to realize how they can find themselves a good deal. So the majority of people just want to find the item quickly and find the item efficiently and get it to their house as fast as they can. So that's why Buy It Now typically does better. If you think about it, you want to go to Amazon because Amazon does a, it's all Buy It Now. You're not bidding against anybody or anything like that. You see the product, you buy it, it shows up at your house the next day or relatively quickly, not right now because things are, you know, a little up in the air with shipping and stuff like that because of COVID, but... Outside of that, you know, on a normal day, you're getting your items next day, same day, or two days out. So, you know, Amazon has that appeal, and that's why they do so well. They deliver to the customer, they deliver fast, and they deliver efficiently, and that's why people use them. And eBay is kind of in that same realm a little bit where Buy It Now is buying it at the moment, and the buyer typically ships it out the same day or the next day. Um, especially if they're like a top rated buyer or somebody who's been doing it a while, they realize that customers want their item as quickly as possible. And that was always one of the drawbacks for me for buying on eBay or Amazon. When I first started buying things online, I hated the fact that I had to wait for the item to come in in a day or two or something like that. So whenever Amazon rolled out the next day shipping, I mean, that was that was awesome for me. Because I, for whatever reason... I know that the time is going to pass, I'm going to, fi- I'm going to eventually get the item, but I just hate that waiting point of buying the item and then not having it. And so I, it would oftentimes deter me from buying items. And that's what I think happens to a lot of people that are looking at an auction versus looking at buy it now. Oftentimes people will pay a little bit more for buy it now items so that they can have it in a few days earlier. You know, if an auction ends in seven days and you have the option to buy it now, Today, you may spend 10 more dollars to get it before that auction runs out. Because if you buy it now, you'll get it in three days. If you wait for the auction to run out, you'll get it in ten days. Because it has seven days plus three days to get it to your house. So that's kind of my theory behind why buy it now does so well. I think it also eliminates that that um that barrier between somebody buying something um and kind of giving themselves time to think about it. I think it lends to more impulse buys which helps out you as a seller because you want more impulse buys. You want people to buy things as quickly as they can so they don't have time to think about it and then kind of regret the purchase. And so that's why I think Buy It Now and, and or Buy It Now or Best Offer listings are, are kind of a better fit for what eBay sellers are trying to do as a whole whenever they're going out and buying items from a Walmart or a Target or a garage sale and trying to sell them on eBay. Most people are going to want those items quickly. And so you can kind of get them the items quicker if you're offering them buy it now or best offer um, or just a buy it now. And so there's kind of a couple nuances to buy it now or best offer and buy it now listings um, that I kind of just wanted to touch on. Buy it now listings are what they are, you buy it immediately. And you can choose the option, and I highly suggest that you choose the option, that when you make the listing, you click requires immediate payment. Right now with PayPal, eBay does not require immediate payment on items. So the person's PayPal isn't charged immediately whenever they take and buy your item, which kind of sucks because somebody could buy your item, wait a couple days, find, well, at least wait a day or so, find a cheaper item, cancel your order and buy that item. and. It kind of takes advantage of the seller because, one, you lose your listing, so any of the watchers you had are now gone, and two, you have to relist it, which doesn't really, I guess it doesn't take away from your amount of listings you're given a month, but you kind of had it marked down that you already sold that item, and it's just disappointing whenever you don't sell something. So um, the way that you can do that or avoid that is by clicking that require the immediate payment option and that will give you the option to um, have the buyer immediately pay and it's just taken from their PayPal now the thing with or best offer listings is that whenever you take a best offer it doesn't require them to immediately pay even if you have the immediately the immediate pay box checked and I don't know why they have it that way I think it's ridiculous I mean if somebody agrees to send you money for something and then you also agree to it it should just come straight out of their bank account or straight out of their paypal or however you want to do it but ebay for some reason didn't see it that way when they made the the option to do or best offer listings so if you're taking an offer you always run the risk of the person not paying i mean you're not going to ship the item before they pay anyways I, i highly suggest you do not ship the item before they pay if somebody asks you to do that, it's typically a scam, and I would not ever ship an item before I get payment for it. But it's just just kind of a hassle thinking that you sold something and packaging it up, and then you know you're waiting for them to pay, and they never pay, and then you have to just kind of get disappointed, relist the item, and go all over again. So it's it's one of those things that uh, I have a I get frustrated with with eBay. I mean, it's 2020. I think that we should be able to figure out how to get somebody to buy it immediately and pay for it immediately. Um, it's just it's just one of those things where you know, a lot of other platforms do that. Mercari takes it immediately from them and stores it while every, while you send it. and then once the rating comes through for you, they deliver the funds. Goat takes it. Uh, Stockx takes it directly from the buyer. All these platforms take it from the buyer and whether or not the seller gets it depends on the seller's performance. But at the same time they still already have the money from the buyer when the buyer agrees to pay for the object the platform holds it for the seller until they deliver and then they get the money and so with eBay though you don't have that you're either getting it immediately or you're not getting it immediately and waiting for the person to actually click pay which also gives the person more time to think and that hurts you and eBay I mean granted it may help ebay because the customer feels a little bit more at ease knowing that if they don't want to buy it they can always choose not to pay but still i mean you would want to make a little bit more profit than not i mean you always want to make more profit than less profit and it would lend to people doing more impulse purchases and retaining those impulse purchases rather than canceling their orders so it's just one of those things where i've never understood that with ebay but that's just the way it is so regardless though Or best offer, I I would not want to discourage you from doing those, especially on items that are more long tail. So if you you find an item that you are going to try and sell for a lot of money, but doesn't sell that often, um, I guess like an example would be a scanner that I sold recently. I went to a Goodwill in October, October, November, and found an Epson photo scanner and got it for about eight bucks and it took until now to sell it. And I ended up selling it for 130 bucks plus shipping, which was incredible because it was just a regular scanner I found at Goodwill. But the thing about it is, um, you know, if you're gonna do a long tail item like that and you're willing to wait six months for it to sell, or best offer maybe in your best interest, six months from now, you may want $100 and the 130 may not be as important to you. You know, you'd rather invest that into something else that you know hey, I can make money faster in this object if I buy one or four or however many you can buy of that object and you may say, hey, $100 now is much more worth it to me to be able to buy more items to flip than $130 and whoever knows how how long it'll be. So that is something that or best offer kind of gives you. It also lends the buyer to be happier because the buyer has the option to make you offers and to kind of get a price that they feel that they got a deal on. If they make you an offer and it's $10 under, you know, if somebody offers me 120 bucks for that scanner and I haven't sold it in six months, I'm gonna take it and I don't, it's not gonna be a second thought for me. But the buyer also feels good about the transaction because they feel like they got a deal on something. And whenever they, most people don't like negotiating, it's foreign to them, they don't know how to do it. I still don't really know how to do it that well. I've, I've negotiated, Uh, at hundreds of garage sales at this point Uh, probably hundreds i mean it's been a lot of garage sales but the point is i've done it at a hundred a hundred or so garage sales and the thing is i still have trouble negotiating with people because they have their number i have my number and it's a matter of one of us trying to convince the other that that their number isn't as good as the number we want them to have so it's one of those things though. people don't feel comfortable doing that. It's conflict. Most people don't do well in conflict. And so whenever you can give them the option to make an offer and they make an offer and you accept it, it just feels better to them. They feel like they won and you in all actuality are winning because you made the sale and you're getting the money. And typically you're making a sale for a lot more than you paid for the item. So doing an or best offer kind of, makes them happy while you still getting all, if not most of your money. And so that's kind of one of the ways that it benefits you because it lends to making more sales. Now on the flip side, something that I've been doing more often is listing and kind of doing only buy it now. And it's contrary to what I typically do but and what I just told you to do, but the things that I'm doing is buy it now are fast selling items. So if I'm listing a pair of shoes that I just bought off at of Nike.com or I'm listing a, uh, an electronic that I found at Walmart, like maybe a, a computer mouse or something that they got in and is selling on Amazon really well, or eBay, I guess, because I'm talking about eBay. If it's selling for 70 bucks on eBay and I bought it for 20, um, I will oftentimes list that item at buy it now only. And the reason is I think or best offer gets in people's head. And they think that they can make a better offer and get themselves a cheaper offer than all the other mouses or mice on eBay. And the thing is, they make you an offer, they forget about you, you decline their offer, you counter. And by that time, they're already off and they found a better deal somewhere else and they bought it. For me, if somebody clicks on my listing and is there long enough to make me an offer, they might as well just buy it and they probably would have bought it if they only had the buy it now option. They obviously liked my pictures good enough, my title good enough, whatever it was about my listing to click on it and stay there long enough to make an offer. So they probably would have just bought it if I just gave them the option to only buy it and take the or best offer out of it. And so that's what I've been doing a lot and it's been working really, really well for me. It also cuts down on the low ballers who annoy the heck out of you because they give you, you know, you have an item listed at $50 and they make you an offer for 15 And you're like, well, that's clearly not going to be something I accept. And that goes back to people not knowing how to negotiate. Oftentimes people will super undercut um, to the point where they know that you're probably going to lower your price. I mean, it's a good strategy, but. At the same time, it kind of aggravates you and you don't even want to deal with them at that point. So it's a fine line of walking between making it too low of an offer and low enough that the person feels good enough making you a counter offer back, but most people don't know that and they just give you a $10 offer on a $100 item and then you're aggravated so you just hit decline and, and now you just got aggravated because you spent a minute thinking that you may have gotten an offer you were going to accept and somebody made you a terrible offer on your item. So it cuts down on that for me, which I like. It cuts down on the the kind of option to get out of buying the item by doing a or best offer where the person just makes me an offer on an item. Um, it's pretty good for fast moving items. Like I said, slow moving items, things that you're willing to wait on, I suggest you doing or best offer on. But if you're looking to move something fast, it's something that's in high demand, you're not sure what the market's going to be in a week from now, I would list it at buy it now only and probably put it somewhere around middle high for the price because there's going to be people that sell items at really high prices, there's going to be the people that have no idea what they're doing and undercutting the market significantly. And then you have the middle ground people who they end up making $25 more than the the low ballers who are listing their item. Let's say it's a $100 item. Let's say the high people are selling it at $100, the low people are selling it at 40, and the middle ground people are selling it at 65. If you list, if you have every so often, there's a $75 one going and then maybe every 10 sales $100. You know there's pretty good demand for that product. You can list it at 75 bucks and be pretty confident that you're going to get a a sale for a little bit more than you would have if you listed it at 65 bucks. You're going to make 10 more dollars. And that's that's huge when you're selling 10 or so of an item. You just made $100 more on a haul of 10 items. So um I kinda got sidetracked there, but my point is, in all of this, you can take your listings and you can take the different ways of listing to fit whatever item you are selling and maximize your profits. And for me, I've kind of found it that if I'm doing something that I either need out of my house because I don't want to use it any I don't want to have it anymore, then an auction an auction will get your item sold. If you just want rid of it and you don't care what it sells for, an auction will do that. If you're looking to do longer tail on an item and you want to kind of maximize the profit you'll get on an item but you don't care how long you're waiting, then buy it now or best offer is probably your best bet. You can always take uh, an offer that's relatively high compared to what you're listing it at, um, you know, six months down the road if it doesn't sell or somebody comes along and buys it right out and you just made your full asking price. So it's kind of the best of both worlds for you in that regard, but if you're doing something that's really, really quick and fast paced moving and you want to get it out really, really fast, then yeah, I think buy it now is your best bet. No offers, no anything, the person gets one shot to buy it now, if they click on your listing, they obviously liked it enough to go into it anyways, they're probably gonna buy it now Don't give them the option to just make you an offer and then forget about it. So that's kind of my spiel on what you should do when you're listing on eBay um, and how you can maximize your profit through the different styles of listing. Um, That's pretty much it for that. The one thing I do want to touch on that I am super disappointed in is there were a pair of Jordans that came out today on sneakers and nobody was talking about them. I don't know how nobody was talking about them. I don't know what was going on, but nobody at all was looking at these sneakers. And one of the groups that I'm in sent out an alert that said, hey, you may want to look at these sneakers. They're selling really well, or there's some high bids on StockX for them. They haven't released yet, but Nike is free returns up to 30 days. So it's basically risk-free. And I did the one thing that I hate doing, which is Completely disregarding a message or something like that, and just not even paying attention. So I even looked at the item. I went into sneakers on my phone. I looked at the item. I said, "Eh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it." And then I just went and completely disregarded it. And the thing about it is, that shoe was one hundred and seventy dollars, and the asking price on StockX was well over three hundred bucks. And it was something that I look back on, and I'm like, that was so stupid. You should have at least bought it. You can cancel up to 30 minutes after your Nike purchase. And if this, the listings on eBay are popping up at you know, $200 and you bought it for 170 if they're showing up at $200 in free shipping, then you can always cancel it. And I didn't do anything about it. And it was a it was a really cool shoe that I think was, I think it was like a Russell Westbrook. Um, it wasn't his shoe, but it was like the jordan why not and then i think it was called splash it was splash something i don't know but it was a really cool looking shoe you can look it up and it came in a box that looked like you'd pull it off of one of those little rods that you stick in the shelving units at a like a store and it said batteries not included on it it looked really cool it looked like it came in like a kid's toy packaging and i just didn't even think about it and now people are buying that shoe on ebay upwards of three hundred dollars and it's it would have been a quick $130 of profit. I have people that I ha- that also run sneakers for me that will go onto the sneakers app. A lot of family members and stuff will do it for me and I'll end up getting multiple pairs. I didn't text anybody. Like I could have had four or five pairs because it was such a low-key shoe and made a quick $500, $600 this morning and I completely disregarded it. And so uh, I guess the point of that would just be if you have an opportunity to do a risk-free buy where you can return it in about 30 days or something like that, always take that opportunity and do it because you never know what you'll end up getting and you can always return it. It may feel a little bit weird. You may feel a little bit dumb returning it if you walk into the store or whatever. But if you have the option to buy it and it's a risk-free buy, I highly suggest you buying it and seeing what happens. That's goes back to what I was saying yesterday. So I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to get going. I just got to the end of my drive. So I will get back to you guys tomorrow with something new, but you guys have a good one. Stay safe and, uh, have a good night. Peace.